Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the world. Good morning, good afternoon, and or good evening to you all around the world. This is Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries Church Online wishing you victory, Yeshua, love, joy, peace, wit, wealth, success, patience, virtue, good health, money, mercy, grace, support, rock, wisdom, positivity, abundance, prosperity, greatness, and Yahweh. Church online every Sunday at 10 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. As for those who cannot attend the usual brick-and-mortar service at the time, for various reasons, such as sick and shut-in, transportation troubles, and so forth, know that we're praying for you and that God would send you favor quickly. Also remember, troubles don't last always, my friend. You have the victory. Amen. And check out our new website at revesi.org. God bless. Thank you for coming on today. Hallelujah. Today is a beautiful day. We woke up this morning. God is good. We always have something to thank the Lord for. Amen. Regardless of what it is, if you're breathing, living and breathing, you have something to thank the Lord for. Praise God. Glad to see you all on today. I hope that you had a good week and may your weekend go beautiful as well. As long as you're a child of the Most High God, you're covered by the blood. Amen. And you can use Jesus' name to defeat your enemies, so therefore you should be smiling today, (laughs) amen, hallelujah, I almost couldn't get on this morning, but I had to plead a blood and got on, amen, it works, hallelujah, God is good, I'm glad to see everybody here today, Um, I'm Reverend Essie, introduce myself, Reverend Essie of New Birth Ministries of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, and um, I want to talk about something today, um, Called, I titled it Get Out of the System, and I hope that this attracts a lot of attention because it is chock full of information that people need to hear. Amen. Get out of the system. So I'm going to be, after I pray and, and, and invite my, my best friend, the Holy Spirit, amen, I'm going to be starting with <clears throat> Revelation 17. And I'll go on from there. I'll use different scriptures. So I'll go on from there. Amen. Uh, Let's start with a prayer. Father God, bless you. We barukatah Adonai Hashem. Amen. We bless you, Father God, first and foremost, as people say. You are good. You're awesome. You kept us going. You're taking care of us. And just when we thought the world was going all wrong, You stepped in and showed us that there are still blessings to be had and miracles to be performed. 
And we pray right now, Holy Spirit, that you use me to show people that there is um, sunshine in their situations. Hallelujah. The sun will shine and they will go on and they will be victorious because Jesus was and we cannot lose. We should not lose. We cannot lose. Holy Spirit, use me. Um, I ask that you bless, Lord, each and every person that's on here listening to this. People have their um, specific things that they're asking for, known and unknown, spoken and unspoken. We give them to you. We put them right in your lap, Lord God, the best place for them to be. You answer prayer. You love prayer. And you answer prayer. And you still heal today. And so, Father God, Bless each and every person on here, their households, their health, their finances. I bind and rebuke anything evil that would try to come up against this gathering today. You have no authority over us. We are the king's kids. We are God's righteousness, and we love it. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your name. Amen. Amen. No weapon formed against us, folks. Amen. Shall prosper. And everything that rises up against us shall fall. Hallelujah. Amen. I feel sorry for the ones that try to come up against us. Amen. Now I see why Jesus said pray for your enemies. Because they, they don't want what, what what's coming for those that did not believe in Christ Jesus. So let's go to Revelation 17. I'm going to read, I want to read 1 to 5. Yeah, I'm going to read 1 to 5. And it reads like this, and there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters, with whom the kings of the earth have committed fornication. Okay, listen to the cues as we're reading this, amen. The kings of the earth have committed fornication, and the inhabitants of the earth have been made drunk with the wine of her fornication. So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-colored beast, full of names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet color, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand, full golden cup in her hand, full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. And then number five says, and upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery, Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Okay, then goes on, and I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. Amen. And then it goes on to talk about different things that uh, the about the beast, and and we can read that for yourself. The allies of evil powers coming together, and that is happening right now. The ally of the evil powers is happening right now. Evil powers, evil people, evil leaders are coming together right now to make war upon our Lamb, Christ Jesus, and upon his people and upon his church. And we have to open up our eyes. Now, one of the main things I want to talk about today, we know about the whore, the great Babylon, okay, is uh, Iraq, usually, 
um, that's Iraq's old name. And uh, well, let's talk about the worldly system. Did you notice it says she had a cup of death with gold in verse 4? Uh, had her hand full of a golden cup. Everybody's talking. Everybody's so concerned about gold and silver and saving and stacking. And, you know, I would say as far as food and everything is concerned, yeah, prepare yourself. You always want to be prepared. You don't want to be the um, part of the, the, the foolish versions, the other half, right? <laughs> you, you want to be the correct half. Amen. So we need to get ready because they're coming against us now. You wonder why you're going through so much. You wonder why things are happening to you that you can't explain. You wonder why people hate you and they don't even know you. And that's why. The word said it's going to happen. Persecution is happening right now. Well, we see it even on on the the uh, on on the uh, internet. Okay, we see people who are getting kicked off, mistreated, uh, disrespected, and everything else on the internet. And we did absolutely nothing. Okay, I myself, or I'm going through it now. I don't know what's happening between me and Facebook, guys. <laughs> You know, I'm not even going to try to explain that one. Okay, sometimes I'm, they put me on, sometimes I'm off. I tell as soon as I tell people that I'm kicked off, kicked off, they put me back on, so they make me look like a liar or something. So, hey, look, it's happening, guys. It's and you don't have to be a pastor to explain. Amen. So God is telling us today, help me, Holy Spirit. Amen. He's telling us come out of the system. Now, I know you guys have heard about all the, what the Illuminati and all those big family names and everything, and you're about to learn something um, that is going to explain why you keep hearing about those things in the Georgia Guidestones. When I tell you guys this stuff, I hope you look it up for yourself because God might show you something that he didn't show me. And you might be able to come back and tell me some stuff, amen, <laughs> when you learn it. Okay, look up that stuff, you know. Um, we call it the worldly system because God has a system. Of his own, okay, which doesn't include what the world includes. It doesn't include greed, envy, jealousy, and murder. He owns everything that exists. Therefore, you do too. So why would we be in uh, in uh, in a battle with the world with with someone else who is of the world? Okay, because your dad owns everything. Okay, only a fallen, downtrodden, rebellious angel like Lucifer slash Satan, okay, would refuse to go with the flow. Therefore, we should refuse to go with his flow as well. <clears throat> swim the other way, my friend. Amen. Swim the other way. When you see him, go the other way. He informed the other angels that if they refused to do things his way, he would be vicious to them. He promised them wealth, power, position, and everything that they already had been given by the Godhead. This is why we have the fallen angels, which we call, <clears throat> excuse me, demons and devils today. They were lied to, just like Adam and Eve was, just like Eve was lied to, just like you've been lied to. It happened to them as well, and they decided to go with it, and they fell. Amen? He operates in fear. The enemy operates in fear because he exists. In fear. He knows that his days are almost over and he doesn't want to be in that fire for eternity. But guess what? He is. He will. And you have power over him. He wanted to be a part of the Godhead, the fourth will, shall we say? It even sounds silly, but it didn't turn out that way. Okay, so Satan set up 
the system, his system, okay, his worldly system. He, you know, God gave him the world, right? And and he he set up his own system, okay. And it, but he did it out of greed and gain. There is so much on this earth that we can literally barter our way through life and be content. Actually, okay, we should be bartering right now, okay. People should not be killing store owners for twenty five dollars. <laughs> you know, um, Satan created the use of money, which established man in greed to the point of murder, as with Cain and Abel. Okay, this is one of the reasons why the Bible says don't covet anything that your neighbor has because you have enough. God gave you enough. You know, people shouldn't be telling you how to handle your yard. They shouldn't be telling you how to take care of your business. They need to mind their business, and we all mind ours, and just we all try to get along. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Adam and Eve didn't pay for their food. And neither should we. Think about it. Think about how God really intended for you to exist. Amen? Did they pay utilities? Did they pay taxes? Why do we? Satan walks around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, and merchandising is one of the ways that he devours human beings. Think about that sentence. Amen? When, when people get money, they get a big amount of money or something, they want to go buy a brand new watch or a brand new car or a new flat screen TV or something. And meanwhile, what they should be doing is helping out a brother or sister or some children somewhere uh, so, you know, who need some food and need some, some coats in the wintertime. Or, you know, we have enough, guys. You know, First Peter 5.8. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks around like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And then it goes on to say, resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. But may the God of all grace, who called us unto eternal glory by Christ Jesus, after you have suffered a while, you will suffer, okay, after you have suffered a while, Perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Then to end First Peter 5.11, to him be the glory and the dominion forever and ever. Amen. All right. One thing that Satan lacked, the power of the spoken word. He hates us. We have the power, just like our father, of the spoken word. Amen. Amen. We have power. Of the spoken word. He doesn't. You should speak good word over you and your family each day and pray even before you shut your eyes to sleep at night. Okay? You can be of, you can be, you can be of one, you can be of others, you can be, see, your father, God in heaven, right? The creator. You can belong to him or you can belong to. As the word says itself, Satan, the father of lies. As I said before, I even preached on this title, Who's Your Daddy? Amen? Who's your daddy? God is mine. Hallelujah. God uses creation. Satan uses magic, sleight of hand, trickery, manipulation. 
He even learned how to manipulate DNA and RNA through his fearful tactics to affect our future generations. Have you ever heard of the term that people say, uh, old people used to say, you know, man gets weaker but wiser? We're wise, but we're weak now. Amen? People get so offended. They get offended so easily nowadays. That's the world. That's the worldly system. That's what people are living with right now. Amen? For example, okay, fear causes cell wall rigidity resulting in such diseases such as glaucoma, leaky gut, allergies, stroke, heart disease, and heart attacks. The word says that in the end times, men's hearts shall fail them. Have you ever heard that one? And it's happening right now. We are hearing more and more about people having heart attacks. And do you know that since COVID-19 is going around now, Amen for the last over a little bit over a year. Do you know that some hospitals won't even take you unless you have had a heart attack? I know. I know because a member of my family tried to go a couple weeks ago for something extremely serious, and they turned her down and said, we can't take you unless you had signs of a heart attack. And that's Luke 21, 26, men's hearts failing them for fear and expectation of those things which are coming on the earth for the powers of the heaven will be shaken. And it's happening right now. There are sh- everything's shaken. Everything, you, there is nowhere. There used to be a time we could say, well, when I get older, I'm going to retire and go to Hawaii. Or when, when I, I'm going to retire and go to Oregon. I mean, there's nowhere you can go that is safe. You can run, but you sure can hide. Amen. The worldly system. That's all you get out of it. I want freedom in Christ Jesus. How about you? Amen. And, and we're, king, we're heaven. The kingdom of heaven is going to be our home and the new earth. Amen. Anxiety and fear is a direct result of a person's broken relationship with God. Another person or themselves. Or it can be inherited from their parents as well. The satanic DNA changes have caused predispositions to one or more of the aforementioned diseases. And I said earlier, the Bible holds many references to emotions causing diseases in mankind. Watch your emotions. Amen. Don't let emotions rule your life. Hallelujah. Now, the system curse. Let's think of Egypt, right? Egypt had the symbol of wealth through military strength and conquest. When God's curses came down upon Egypt, there went their cattle, horses, asses, camels, oxen, and sheep. Their firstborn died. Even the Pharaoh's only son died. Hence, our celebration of Passover, when death passed over our homes that wore the blood of the lamb on them, just as we are and should be doing today, every day. Bind, I bind every evil spirit that is attempting to pass over your household and command them to go to hell and burn for eternity, never to return to you and your loved ones ever again in Jesus' name. Amen. We have power over every evil thing. You do so as well. You use it. Amen. No fear. No fear. No fear. The Bible tells us over and over, no fear. Egypt's trade and commerce was hit. The symbol of wealth through the caravan lifelines carrying their harvest to merchant markets, get merchant markets of the rest of the world. It attacked Egypt's wealth, which was represented by the harvest as the asses carried the grain to the threshing floor. The oxen performed the necessary agricultural duties, and the sheep treaded the seed into the ground at planting time and thrashed the grain on the threshing floor at harvest time. Their own riches 
abilities at everything the Egyptians put their faith in and their hope into make them a great nation was affected through the curse. When you read Revelation 3.17, listen to what it says. It says, because you say I'm rich, I've become wealthy, and you have need of nothing, and do not know that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in a fire that you may be rich, and white garments that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Amen is saying you act like you're rich. You act like you have everything. You haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> Amen. We can't do anything without him. It's not Even if you do, it's not going to last. It's temporal. Okay. The results of it, evil results or evil is temporal. Whatever you try to do without God, you might get somewhere a little bit, but it's not going to last. Amen. I want something that's everlasting, don't you? Jesus in heaven is everlasting, and I wouldn't trade him for this world. Amen. Hallelujah. Lucifer had not only commanded a following by this time, when all this was happening, right? But he created something else new in the universe. He invented commerce, supply and demand. Okay, I hope everybody's listening to what I'm saying. Amen. I know what you studied in school. I know what you studied in those books in high school, maybe college, and some of you probably took it up in college or whatever. But Satan invented commerce, supply, and demand. It is through the power of commerce that he is the one who would choose who would be rich and who would be poor. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? He is the one who chooses who would be rich. I'm talking about in the world now. I'm not talking about spiritually through Christ Jesus, okay? We know about Philippians 4.19. Amen. Hallelujah. He chooses who would be rich and who would be poor. This is why we must put our trust in Jehovah Jireh, our provider, because Satan doesn't want you to have anything. And just think, we're still arguing about the tithe, folks. <clears throat> okay? Don't tithe. Keep trusting in Satan's commerce and see how abundantly rich you will get. This is why we hear of so many people hitting the lottery and becoming horribly poor months or years later. It all belonged to the enemy anyway. How long did they think he was going to allow them to have it? Didn't they realize that Satan would be afraid you might give it to God or give it to God's people or give it to a church? Amen. I don't know about you. But I will trust in God. Amen. This is not a commercial break. And no one is paying me to say this, but I fought against tithing for years. As an example, give us to you, right? Most of my ministry really was too broke to throw the pot out of the window, so to speak. Believe it or not, recently, and I do mean recently, since I've been faithfully tithing, God spares my bank account. It's hard to explain, folks. It's, it's hard to explain. I can feel it. I can feel him doing something, and I can feel it in my spirit. There is a blessing there. There's something covering me in that area. It's a, look, it's a supernatural event. Look for it. This God is not a man that he should lie. This is true. As Jesus says, I bid you come. 
I want you to try it. As the commercial says, try it. You'll like it. Amen. That's why God says when you, when you do so, okay, he will rebuke the devourer for your sakes because God knows things that we don't know. God knows that if you don't include him in on your finances, your health, your love, your household relationships, and all that kind of stuff, everything, amen, <laughs> every title, right, the devourer is going to get you. It's like I was talking about the, the, the uh, people hit the lottery. The devourer hits them, and they lose everything, and God sees that. Amen? Tithing is no joke. My bank account has not been on zero since I've been tithing and giving. I've been on this kick lately where I've been buying books from people that I know who, who you know, I know where I love them, and, and they write books just to help them and to add to my library, my literary library. Amen? And it feels great. Folks, I'm tithing and giving. You can be blessed, too, if you do so. Those who don't are, I hate to say it, but it's the truth. They're stingy. They're stingy. Who would not want to give to God? That's something to think about. What is stopping you from giving? And I'm not just talking about me. I'm talking about everybody, your church, your clergy, okay, Girl Scout cookies, (laughs) every. People are stingy nowadays. The world is not working for them, and they're taking it out on the wrong side, on the wrong people. Amen. Look, y'all, and another thing, too, don't get this $1,400 stimulus check and act like you don't want to tithe to your church, pastor, or wherever you get fed, right? Trust me on this one. In fact, now would be the time to start if you haven't. In fact, better still. Trust Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Supply and demand. Satan set the standard for the world, and people don't see it. They're still trusting in the world, and they're putting God on the back burner. They will not trust him. They, If you can't trust God with things like money, amen, why would he give you something you're asking for? Why would he bless you if you can't bless him by helping other people. Amen. Hallelujah. As I always say churches have electric, gas, and water. Some of them still paying rent for the building. You know, I know we're online and everything, but that's not going to last long. Mark my word. Watch what I'm saying to you. Amen. He created, okay, he controlled creation by creating supply and demand. He's controlling us by supply and demand, creating a ripple of fear throughout the heavens. We ought to be ashamed of ourselves, folks, hustling to the stores to get toilet paper. And the virus that was out had nothing to do with toilet paper. It was a waste of time. Think about it. And I mean, people were roughshod. They were running over each other crazily to get toilet paper, right? We need to take a look at ourselves. What was that about anyway? Amen. Until Satan created supply and demand, the heavenly, um, the entire heavenly host, let's say, Okay, gave freely to each other. Doesn't the Bible say, freely you receive, freely give? Amen. Freely you've received, freely give. This is why whenever I hear preachers, you know, be careful that preachers are out there too, you know, and preachers out there and, and they, they capture your attention and you're all enthralled with them and everything. And, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, you got to give them a certain amount of money, thousands of dollars to, you know, to get specific info. <laughs> specific, you hear me? Specific info. Mm-mm. 
That's not what the, the apostles and disciples did. Nope. Freely give, freely receive. We should give our gifts of talents and abilities to one another. All of our needs are supplied by our creator. So why do we worry? Satan has a unique niche in the market. And sadly, we as humans fall for it upon each waking hour. Look, do you really need that third TV? Amen. Okay, I'm going to read from Ezekiel here. I'm going to read some some passages from Ezekiel 27, 28, and 31. Um, Ezekiel 20, uh, 27, 32. I'll, I'll be starting from there. In their wailing for you, they will take up lamentation and lament for you. What city is like Tyre, destroyed in the midst of the sea? Tyre, I don't need to say it different ways. T-Y-R-E, guys. <laughs> okay. When your wares went out by sea, you satisfied many people. You enriched the kings of the earth with your many luxury goods and your merchandise. Are you hearing it? Okay. But you're broke by the seas and the depths of the waters. Your merchandise and the entire company will fall in your midst. All the inhabitants of the isles will be astonished at you. Their kings will be greatly afraid and their countenance will be troubled. The merchants among the people will hiss at you and you will become a whore and be no more forever. Okay. Who's that? Forever. Son of man, take up a lamentation for the king of terror and say to him, um, thus said the Lord God, you were sealed per- perfection, full of wisdom and perfect in beauty. Ready? Okay, watch what. See, when you're reading about kings, king of this and king of that, be careful. Prince of this, prince of that could be talking about Satan. Amen. Watch this. Ezekiel 28:13 says, you were in Eden, the garden of God. Every precious stone was your covering. The sardius, topaz, the diamond, beryl, onyx, and jasper, sapphire, turquoise, and emerald with gold. Okay? The original gold, guys. The workmanship of your timbrels and pipes was prepared for you on the day you were created. You were the anointed cherub who covers. Okay? The anointed cherub who covers. I established you. You were on the holy mountain of God. You walked back and forth in the midst of fiery stones. You were perfect in your ways from the day you were created, comma, till iniquity was found in you. By the abundance of your trading, are you hearing these words? By the abundance of your trading, you became filled with violence within and you sinned. Therefore, I cast you as a profane thing out of the mountain of God, and I destroyed you, O covering cherub, from the midst of the fiery stones. Your heart was lifted up because of your beauty. Be careful, them folks out there that look too good, okay? You corrupted your wisdom for the sake of your splendor. I cast you to the ground. I laid you before kings that they might gaze at you. You defiled your sanctuaries by the multitude of your iniquities, by the iniquity of your trading. Therefore, I brought fire from your midst. It devoured you, and I turned you into ashes upon the earth in the sight of all who saw you. All who knew you among the peoples are astonished at you. You have become a whore and shall be no more forever. Now we're going to talk about Pharaoh to be slain, Ezekiel 31. Now came, Ezekiel 31.1. Now came to pass in the 11th year, the third month, and the first day of the month, that the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, say to Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, and his multitude, whom are you like in your greatness? 
Indeed, Assyria was a cedar in Lebanon with fine branches that shaded the forest and a high stature, and its top was among the thick boughs. The water made it grow. Underground water gave it height with their rivers running around the place where it was planted and sent out rivulets to all the trees to the field. Therefore, its height was exalted above all the trees of the field. Its boughs were uh, multiplied and its branches became long because of abundance of water and it sent them out beautiful. It just sounds beautiful, doesn't it? And all the birds of the heavens made their nests in its boughs. Under its branches and the beasts of the field brought forth their young in its shadow. All great nations made their home. Thus it was beautiful and greatness in the length of its branches because its roots reached to the abundant waters. The cedars in the garden of God could not hide it. The fir trees were not like boughs, and the chestnut trees were not like its branches. No, no tree in the garden of God was like it in beauty. I made it beautiful with a multitude of branches so that the trees of Eden envied it that were in the garden of God. This was a beautiful place. Therefore, thus says the Lord, because you have increased in height and it set its top among the thick boughs and its heart was lifted up in its height, therefore I will deliver it into the hand of the mighty one of the nations and he shall surely deal with it. I have driven it out for its wickedness and aliens and most terrible aliens, Ezekiel thirty-one twelve, and aliens, the most terrible of the nations, have cut it down and left it. Its branches have fallen of the mountains and all the valleys and the boughs uh, lie broken by all the rivers of the land and the peoples of the earth have gone from under its shadow and left it. On its rune will remain the birds of heaven and all the beasts of the field will come to its branches so that no trees by the waters may ever again exalt themselves for their height nor set the tops of their Okay, about the tree, the trees which drink water. Okay, and on and on. Okay, and then it says to the depths of the earth among the children of men who go down to the pit. Thus saith the Lord God, in the day when it went down to hell, I caused mourning. I covered the deep because of it. I restrained its rivers, and the great waters were held back. I caused Lebanon to mourn for it, and all the trees of the field wilted because of it. I made the nation shake at the sound of its fall, and when I cast it to hell together with those who descended to the pit and all the trees of Eden, the choice and best of Lebanon, all that drank water were comforted in the depths of the earth. They all went down to hell with it, and those slain by the sword, and those who were uh, its strong arm dwelt in the shadows among the nations. To which of the trees in Eden will will you then be likened in glory and greatness? Yet you shall be brought down with the trees of Eden to the depths of earth. You shall lie in the midst of it uncircumcised with those slain by the sword. This is Pharaoh and all his multitude, says the Lord. Pharaoh, as, as we say in our term terminology, Pharaoh got jacked up. He got See, we can't get too cute. Okay, we can't get too cute for our own good. We can't think we're all that, as I always say, all that in a bag of chips and forget God or or, or act like we did it ourselves. Doesn't the Bible say, what is it, Deuteronomy 8.18, I believe, whenever God blesses you, don't forget who blessed you. Don't forget where it came from. Don't get higher than you should be. Don't think more of yourself. Amen? Never think more of yourself. Folks, we need to get out of the world. And I hope that you listening to this, I hope God shows you something different than what I've even said here today. 
Amen. Tell your friends, be careful. Tell your friends, watch out. Start to, we need to start trusting in Jesus, trusting in God like we say that we do. The church is, is putting on too many airs uh, nowadays. Pretend, you know, you can pretend you're Christian, but are you living it? Can people see it? Can they hear it? Do you bless people? How can we say we're Christians and we're stingy and don't even want to bless other people? It's impossible. Amen. It's impossible. It's impossible. That is not that's not what Jesus would do. WWJD. Jesus blesses people. He's not afraid to bless people. Let's drop the stinginess and get out of the world system. And understand that in God, in his system, in his heavenly system, there is freedom, there is joy, amen, and there is giving. The Bible says God loves a cheerful giver, amen. I don't want anybody listening to this to trust in the system, okay, and even some of you people out there, you know, there are people on welfare, there are people on Social Security, people working, getting checks, there's people getting different types of benefits. Don't put more trust in those benefits than you do in God. That is homework that I'm giving to some people right now. That's something you can do until we meet again. Learn to trust in God Whatever you are getting right now, I want people to hear me, and I'm serious about this. And I'm not talking about just giving to me. I'm not just speaking to give to me so I can be rich. No, I'm not talking like that. I'm talking from experience, guys, okay? That's my eye awakening on time whenever I learned that tithing is outstanding. Whatever you're getting now from whatever, who at welfare, social security, job, work, whatever, writing books, okay, if you're getting stipulations or whatever, tithe it. Give. Start trusting in God. Because what if, let's reach down into the bottom of the what-if barrel. And I didn't even mean to go here today. Let's reach down into the bottom of the what-if barrel, right? Okay. What if you wake up, uh, tomorrow's Monday, right? What if you wake up tomorrow and the government stop giving out assistance? Who says they can't? Who says they won't? What if you wake up tomorrow, especially, you know, folks that go through what I mentioned before, a little, little, you got your problems, your your illnesses or whatever, which I bind in Jesus' name, and you should do it too because you have the power. But what if you get up tomorrow morning and United Healthcare shut down, Red Cross shut down, Red, White, and Blue Card shut down, all healthcare shut down. You can't get metformin for your diabetes because you don't have the, the health care to buy it. It's too expensive for you. In fact, they, they shut off Social Security, and guess what? You won't be getting that either. What do you do? Where do you go? Uh-oh, wait. That's when everybody goes, oh, my God. God, help me. What am I going to do now? You said I thought about that Why all those years you was getting that tithe money. <laughs> Amen. You should have thought about that all those years you was getting that money. You could have been tithing and helping your local church with their electric gas and water and buying a new piano or something and setting up a children's choir. 
sending shoes over to other countries and food and grain to other people who are starving. Not just other countries, in our own country that we live in. Is it Appalachian kids? We got the ghetto all around America, right? What if you wake up tomorrow and it's all gone? What, um, how should I say, in fact, what investment have you made with the kingdom of God? Some save in silver, some save in gold, and step on others to get it as well and hurt people's feelings and fall out as friends. But are they saving through the satanic system or the kingdom of God? I've seen businesses duplicate one another's tactics trying to get out, uh, trying to outbid and outsell one another just for riches and fame. Some come, some go. They don't last. Don't be wishy-washy. Invest in a place where there is neither rust nor rot. Invest in God's holy kingdom in every way possible out of the system. Are you saved? Now's the time to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior. With all that's going around in the world, you need a friend. Jesus can be that special friend if you allow him into your life. He's your helper, and his Holy Spirit is your comforter. If you're not saved, just repeat after me. Say, Jesus, I repent of my sins. I am so sorry, Lord. I believe that you died on the cross and rose three days later from the dead just for me. And I accept what you've done. I accept you as my Savior. Thank you, Jesus. I love you. And amen. Hallelujah. Bless your soul. God bless your soul. If you just said that, now go find a Bible-believing, Holy Ghost-filled church and learn of him. It's never too late. Your new life starts now. All old things are gone. God throws them as far as the east is from the west. Now, don't bring them back. Amen. And don't let none of them devils around you bring them back either because, you know, people will remember what you did years ago. They don't remember. They remember the evil that you did years ago, but they don't remember anything good that you ever did. Amen. Live your life for Jesus Christ. Know what he did for you. Talk to him every day. Okay. Now go live, go laugh, and go love. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Thank you for dropping by today. I love you, and I pray that your week goes by victoriously. Reverend Essie signing off. Bless you, and have an outstanding day. Amen.